Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody back to another episode of the Animals to the Max podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. Thank you for joining me. We have a very unfortunate situation during today's show where we talk about a tragic incident. Now, normally we don't usually do this. We'll have on a guest and I'll interview the guest about their line of work with animals. But today I thought I would do something different and address something that is currently making headlines around the world, especially here in the United States. In Tennessee, a loose camel from an exotic petting zoo killed two people. And this has been making headlines. This happened actually last Thursday. And I thought I'd talk about it on the show. I've worked with camels before. I was extremely shocked by the incident. And I thought, let's go into it today. Let's talk about what we know, what happened, what may have provoked this. Is there any way that the victims could have been saved? And we'll just kind of go into it. This whole thing actually started on Sunday. My wife and I were getting ready. We were uh, getting ready to watch our American Idol, which is, hey, amazing show, by the way. Sunday. Woohoo. And I got an email late at night from a producer on Inside Edition, which is a TV show here in the United States. And they asked if I would come on and talk about a camel killing two people in Tennessee. And my jaw honestly kind of dropped. I was like, wait, what? Like, wait, a camel killed two people? And in my mind, I've only worked with, you know, nice camels. A camel that comes to mind I work with on a regular basis is Clyde the camel. He lives here in Boise, Idaho. He's 21 years old. He's 2,000 pounds. He's a dromedary camel. So he's the camel with one hump. And I've only worked with Clyde for the majority of my career working with camels, and he's been great. We take photos with Clyde, we take him to live events, kids take pictures with him. So this is kind of what I have in mind regarding camels, and when I hear that a camel killed two people outside of Tennessee, I thought, oh my goodness, what happened? I did a little digging and found out a lot of information regarding camels and how they can actually be aggressive. And I thought I'd just kind of talk about that now. You know, camels have actually been domesticated for over 3,500 years, and the majority of the domestication takes place in Northern Africa and the Middle East. And actually, in that area of the world, a person's wealth is judged by the number of camels you have. So camels are a hot commodity. It's like pretty much money, and camels are used as pack animals. They can pack heavy loads. They can travel up to 25 miles per day with these heavy loads in really undesirable conditions. You know, when everyone thinks of camels, they think of really um, hardy animals that can survive, you know, weeks without water. And it's true. They are resilient. They have been able to adapt in conditions that a lot of other animals cannot. And of course, it helps having that big hump, which contrary to popular belief is not filled with water. It's actually filled with fat that they metabolize into water to help them sustain and keep them hydrated in these harsh desert conditions. Camels are large animals. They can get over 2,000 pounds. And after doing some research, there have been attacks. Now, let me just say this, though. A camel 
killing people is very, very unusual. You are more likely going to be killed by a coconut than you are by a camel. It's so unusual that it makes national news. But attacks happen. And normally camels are pretty peaceful animals. The female camels, or the cows, only become aggressive usually when they have a calf, when they're defending their babies, which completely makes sense. The male camels, on the other hand, can get incredibly aggressive, especially during breeding season, which happens for dromedary camels between the months of November and March. They go into something called a rut or a musk where they basically have increased testosterone levels and they have one thing on their mind and that is finding other female camels. They will fight other males. They will bite other males. They will neck wrestle. They will spit at other males, which is a defense mechanism and a way to kind of get at your opponent. Even humans do that sometimes, right? And anyway, they become really aggressive. And after doing research, it turns out a lot of the cases where people were attacked were by male camels who were in breeding season. Although you also have unusual circumstances where it wasn't breeding season and you have a camel that is just agitated. Once again, these are huge, huge, powerful animals. And I think it's sometimes easy to forget how dangerous they can be. And I'm, I'm honestly saying that for myself as well. You know, honestly, working with camels, working with Clyde, personally, we take precautions. We have a barrier between us and, you know, and the guests that come up and take photos. We have a little sanction where we do make sure people have the space. You know, after reading some of these attacks and hearing about it, this is crazy that a camel can do this. Camels can crush their victims. They will trample them. They can even decapitate humans, which I just like once again had to do a double take but once again this is extremely rare camels are not going you normally on rampages you know taking the heads off humans but it has happened okay so let's talk about the incident that takes place in tennessee what we know it takes place in the town of obion tennessee i hope i'm saying that right it's about a hundred miles away from memphis tennessee here in the united states we have an escaped camel from shirley farms shirley farms is apparently a exotic petting zoo i have never been to shirley farms i've never heard of shirley farms i just you know, once again, just found this out, you know, through doing some research and a camel escaped from the petting zoo. We have two victims, Bobby Matheny, 42 years old, and Tommy Gunn, who's 67 years old, who were pronounced dead at the scene. From sources, from what I've found, these two individuals were trying to capture the camel after it escaped at Shirley Farms. And while trying to capture this camel, the enraged camel cornered the two victims and killed them. Um, more than likely trampled them to death, probably bit them. They can kneel down and crush their victims. And I'm going to be honest, this would be a absolutely horrific way to go. My condolences go out to both of their families because this is just such a horrible way to go and such an unusual way to go. From what I can find, it is not known how the camel escaped. 
Now, Shirley Farms does have a past of having a couple violations from the USDA regarding, um, you know, the animals not having access to fresh, clean water. There was a report that the only water available for the camel was a muddy stream. Once again, I wasn't there. I don't want to dive too much into it, but perhaps this is more of a mom and pop facility, more of a, hey, come on in and, you know, feed the animals, pet the animals. This was not an AZA accredited facility. I know, you know, when I've, and actually I think they've stopped doing this, but I remember going to AZA facilities and you used to be able to ride camels. I'm not sure if they do that anymore. Maybe they still do at the Bronx Zoo. I'm not sure. Anyway, but there always was some type of a barrier between you and the camel, not when you were riding them, but if you were seeing camels at a zoo, I've always had a barrier between us. So this facility just had you kind of in there with the camel and the other animals. Apparently there wasn't an attendant on site. They noted the facility for that. So it's unsure how this happened. Uh, you know, things happen. People leave gates opened sometimes. I just, you know, it is one of those things when you do work with animals and facilities that things can go wrong and this went wrong. I wish I had a complete history of the camel and, you know, perhaps this camel was aggressive. Perhaps it just woke up on the wrong side of the bed, but it basically escaped. It killed these poor people, and as the sheriff deputies came up to try to help the victims, the camel actually attacked a sheriff's vehicle. And it was at that moment that they decided to, the sheriffs, to put the camel down. Oh my gosh, it's just a lot of information. Uh, a lot kind of goes through your head. You know, um, the, you know, the victims once again were found unconscious, dead at the scene. I want to talk about how this is a freak accident that this is not normal for camels to be loose, you know, killing people. I also want to say, I just, once again, for the families that uh, had to deal with this, it's just my condolences. I also have condolences for Shirley Farms, and I, I you know, don't mean this to be controversial, but when you have animals, they're like family. I mean, I know that from having animals myself, and I'm sure they loved this camel and to have their animal put down because of this, I'm sure they're hurting as well for not only the people that were lost, but their camel that was lost. Um, of course, human safety, though, is of number one concern and the sheriffs had to do what they had to do. My thoughts on what happened this could have been a male camel in breeding season. It is March, so it is technically their breeding season. You could have an enraged camel with increased testosterone levels where they show aggression. You could also just have a camel that has been notorious for showing aggressive behavior. Animals are individuals. They all are, just like humans. This could have been an aggressive camel with a history of aggressive behavior. I don't know that. I, I really wish... I did know that. Is there anything that they could have done? I would say, you know, and it's so easy to sit here and be like, this is what they should have done. But whenever you see a rampaging animal, whether it's an animal that is distressed, whether it's being vocal, whether it's charging, do not approach it. You need to back away and you need to get out of there. Now, reports say that Bobby and Tommy were trying to get this camel trying to help out Shirley Farms to try to contain the animal. And unfortunately, they were cornered. Don't ever approach an animal like this that is showing aggressive behavior. 
Camels are, the majority are domesticated, although there are still wild camels, especially in Australia where they are invasive. Give them a wide berth. Do not approach them. And this is like with any animal. Should they have used a tranquilizer? Should they have gone to other measures? We can sit here and speculate and say, well, they should have done this and that. At the end of the day, it's unfortunate what happened. I do want to stress that this is a freak accident that camels normally do not kill people, although they are large, powerful animals. And being large, like I said, over 2,000 pounds, things can happen. The animals need to be treated with respect. And once again, freak accident, you're more likely to be killed by a coconut or even, even a cow. I mean, cows kill over 22 people a year alone in the United States. Dogs, I mean, I hate to, I mean, I love dogs. I love my dog Zoe, but I mean, dogs bite uh, millions of people every year just in the United States. They kill people as well. So please keep that in mind, kind of keep that perspective. I do once again want to give condolences to the families of the victims. And I just hope that with this unfortunate circumstance that we can learn, I hope the facility takes measures, especially with the camels, perhaps instead of having the public with the camels, now there could be a just a barrier between the public and the camel, you know, interaction. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that people could still have a decent time interacting with camels, but to have possibly a safety barrier might be best, especially in this type of situation. But Anyway, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this show. If you like these news segments, please send me a message. Send me a DM or an email. My email is super simple. It's just my name, Corbin, at CorbinMaxi.com. I also encourage you to continue to send me your guest suggestions. And if you have not had a chance to rate and review the show, please do that. Giving us a review and a rating gets this show out to more animal lovers and people who are interested into animals. And as always, I encourage you to join us on Patreon, where you get exclusive after-show interviews with all of our guests. We have hundreds of hours of content that you can consume and listen to the full show of Animals to the Max. With that said, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with friends and family. Also, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. It really helps me out. As always, if you have any guest suggestions, if you want to email me personally, head on over to CorbinMaxi.com. And if you haven't already, check out our social channels. You can follow me at CorbinMaxi on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll talk to you next time.